Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Caleb sent me a note about a story in the Wall Street Journal. And uh, this is interesting. Risque music at work might be illegal, court says. Not illegal in the sense that someone's going to get arrested. But it might lend itself to what we call hostile work environment, which could get you in trouble if you are the employer. A federal appeals court said it would allow to proceed a lawsuit brought by warehouse workers who claim that music from Eminem and others turned their workplace hostile. So Richard Vanderford wrote this. Raunchy music at work isn't just potentially offensive. It could be against the law, a U.S. appeals court has said. And again, in a civil setting, against the law. Playing derogatory music in the workplace could violate laws against sexual discrimination. The U.S. Court of Appeals, the Ninth Circuit, said on Wednesday in a groundbreaking decision. The ruling allows warehouse workers to sue their employer over the playing of tunes the workers called misogynistic from rapper Eminem and other artists. They keep mentioning Eminem, who is from Detroit. Whether sung, shouted, or whispered, blasted over speakers, or relayed face-to-face, sexist epithets can offend and may transform a workplace into a hostile environment. The ruling from the San Francisco-based court, whose jurisdiction covers much of the western U.S., joins past court decisions that have put employers on notice about where impoliteness in the workplace crosses into the unlawful. The decision revives a 2020 case against a clothing distributor for popular brands such as Adidas and American Apparel, whose supervisors allegedly rebuffed complaints from both women and men at a Nevada facility about music with sexually charged lyrics. You're working someplace and they're blasting music you can't stand. That's one thing. But they're blasting music with all kinds of sexual innuendo, and you don't like it. So the companies did not respond to requests for comment. That is the company that ran the warehouse or the companies whose stuff was being warehoused. But a lawyer for the workers said hip-hop songs are rife with misogynistic terms. These songs often cause workers, usually men, to segue into other forms of sexual harassment. And that's one of the things I think a lot of people aren't aware of because it depends on where you work. But there are some workplaces where things get out of control. And um, imagine that you are working someplace and you're a young lady and uh, you're surrounded by men who are constantly talking about inappropriate things or saying inappropriate stuff to you, and you're trying to do your job. Uh, So that is what we talk about, a hostile work environment. Uh, The eight employees who brought this suit, seven women and one man, complained that their colleagues were allowed to routinely play rap music that denigrates women. One such song mentioned in the suit glorified prostitution, while another describes a woman's murder. A publicist for Eminem did not respond to requests for comment. Uh, I suspect he'd say, uh, thank you for thinking of us. Uh, thank you for playing our music. And uh, Eminem would like to thank you uh, the, to the Academy. Who is this again? I'm sorry. <laughs> the employees behind the suit complained of music blaring through commercial strength speakers in some cases placed on forklifts and driven around, which they said acted as a catalyst for abusive behavior. Male employees pantomimed graphic gestures, made explicit remarks, and openly shared pornography, the employees said, in the face of near-daily complaints. 
Management said the music was motivational (laughs) and refused to silence it, the employees said in the lawsuit. And so this is a great example. And I had a friend who worked for a prosecutor's office in a very, very big city. And she said that when they're trying cases, you'd be surprised at how things look different in the context of a courtroom, of a courtroom. Let's suppose that you're reading a Playboy magazine for the articles. And um, I know it doesn't actually exist anymore, at least not in the form it used to. But it was a pretty popular and common magazine back in the day. So you've got this magazine and you're reading it for the articles. And then later on, you do something bad and the police kick down your front door and arrest you. And let's assume that that arrest is legal pursuant to a warrant. Okay? And it turns out they're arresting you for something where the magazine could be brought into evidence. Okay? So my friend told me, you'd be surprised how you take a Playboy magazine and put it in a plastic sealed bag as as evidence, and you label it as evidence, and then you handle it in court like it is toxic. You, you, You come into court, and you've got this thing, and you hold it up in front of the jury, and you go, this is Exhibit 7. And officer, where did you find this? We found this on the defendant's coffee table. And she said, without doubt, you can look over the jury and a few people are recoiling like. (laughs) They got him on the stand at 7-Eleven back in the day, okay? But the context. So all you're going to have to do if this case goes to trial is play some of the music to the jury. Now, the same music can be heard coming out of the speakers of cars on a hot summer evening in many downtown areas, people cruise around listening to music. But in the context of a courtroom, some of the phrases and lyrics from these songs will not sound so harmless. And so that is an interesting point I'm trying to make. The Ninth Circuit, in its ruling, said the music could constitute actionable auditory harassment. And here's the other thing. The lyrics being said by these singers these rappers, these hip-hoppers, if you were to walk up to a co-worker, and let's assume you're a man, your co-worker is a female, if you said these things to her, you can get in trouble for it, right? Well, isn't blasting it out of your boombox a related act? The court also rejected the argument that the music wasn't sexist because it also offended men. <laughs> The workplace is hostile for everybody. The decision puts the case back in the hands of a trial judge for additional proceedings. Theoretically, the case could go to trial. Through the, um, Though the court's decision Wednesday was a relatively rare instance of crossover between musical tastes and discrimination along the workplace, courts have previously weighed in on this concept. Uh, for instance, radio shows played aloud at work. The uh, 11th Circuit out of Atlanta ruled in 2010 that an office playing a crude morning show could be sued. Other federal courts have allowed to proceed lawsuits over offensive graffiti and employees using misogynistic language. Employers have long focused on inappropriate comments and images in the workplace, and the Ninth Circuit decision serves as notice that they must also be mindful of music that employees play at work. And by the way, I'm I'm not joking on this. Um... I bought the CD straight out of Compton by NWA when it came out. And um, 
I love that record. I think it's a great record. And I know that many people who watch my show are going to potentially go listen to some of it and go, what are you talking about? And you have to understand that the music those guys were making about their life on the streets of Compton uh, was expressive of what they were going through, and they were angry. Now, unfortunately, that whole genre that they invented, basically, uh, has gotten out of control and almost become a parody of itself. But the anger that those guys felt and managed to express through their music reminded me of the anger that some of the young rockers expressed their music in the 60s, you know, like the Rolling Stones and so on. So I saw a parallel there. And a very good friend of mine said, Steve, you got to check these guys out. And I listened to it. I'm like, this is, this is fascinating to me. I, I enjoyed it. So it's not for everybody. But I would also recognize the fact that I cannot bring that CD straight out of Compton into my office, put it in my computer, and start blaring the speakers for everyone to hear. I understand it's a time and a place for everything. And uh, the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, the EEOC, uh, they're charged with protecting workers from discrimination, urged the court to allow the lawsuit to proceed. So the feds were in favor of this ruling. The agency cautioned that it was concerned that the uniquely violent, misogynistic, and sexually offensive music at the center of this case Rather than vilifying any one musical uh, genre, um, it is talking about a particular type of music. So I suspect that you found a hip hopper making that kind of music, and it doesn't use those terms and words and phrases that we're talking about, this case wouldn't have gone anywhere in that respect. So it's a fascinating case. We'll see what happens if it goes to trial or if these people appeal this to the Supreme Court. But the Wall Street Journal reports, and Richard Vanderford wrote it. Caleb sent it to me. Thank you very much. Risque music at work might be illegal in the sense that it could create a hostile work environment for which the employees can sue the employer. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. Young me says, I hope something good happens. Old me, I hope whatever bad thing happens at least is funny.